Hello, my name is Ben. My name is Madison. And we are your hosts of the Two Vague Podcast this week. One word, two hosts, stories, trivia, and video games. How's Madison today? Madison is pretty good. Yeah? Are you Off sure? Off to a good start. Yeah, not bad. You sounded a little timid there. So I, I was... Yeah, I sounded a little reluctant to say, yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. That's good. Good, good. Not a whole lot of complaints in my life lately. New is the tattoo. Yeah. I finished a section of a leg sleeve that I've been working on. Okay. Do they call them leg sleeves? Yeah, it's the same concept as okay. like like shoulder to wrist. That's a sleeve for your arm and a leg sleeve. I mean, you could call it like a pant leg, but that'd be weird. But you still understand a leg sleeve. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm working on a leg sleeve. I, I think so. It'll be five years at the end of this year with my artist. Oh, wow. And, and then you still have to color it, right? Yo, yeah, I'm not done. Yeah. I just got my shin finished, which I do not recommend for the faint of heart. Yeah. It was super spicy. So finished that section. And then next step is to work on the background. And then the background is going to get colored. And then bada beam, bada boom. Bada bing, bada bada boom. boom. That's right. I'm so excited. Very cool. The leg sleeve thing reminded me of at one point I was trying to get this popularized. You know, you have a pair of pants. Okay. I thought of that and I was like, well, why don't you call them torso pants? Like for shirts. (laughs) (laughs) You remember cummerbunds? Did you ever do choir? No. Okay, but do you know what a cummerbund yeah, is? Yeah, I do know it's what like, a cummerbund it's is. It's like that piece of material that goes around the belly on top of the tucked-in shirt and pants. I wore one in choir when I was in elementary school. Mm-hmm. That's what a torso pants. That's the first <laughs> that's thing it, I thought of, of, which is like a really long one. Yeah. Or, you know, those like like cincher, not just like, like a corset, corset. kind of like a corset, but like, I don't know, I was thinking more like a tube sock for your <laughs> for your torso. <laughs> Those are torso pants, but a Those shirt is not pants. torso pants. Uh, no, okay. shirt is not torso right. pants. So I can't refer to it as a pair of torso pants. I cannot. Condone. I, I cannot condone. support okay. the torso right. pants right. trend. All right. That's <laughs> we okay. can try though. We can uh, try. I'll well, know who started it yeah. if I hear it more frequently. Ben said that first. <laughs> I'll stop that. I'll put a stop to that for you. You're like, hey, I'm gonna trademark. No, I'm not gonna trademark the torso pants. Because as we you might dis- lose money as as we discussed right <laughs> <laughs> as we discussed earlier, Gen X doesn't do that. They just kind of put the stuff out there, and then right. you just kind of like let it. And if it gets popular, then they and then can they're just like say, me old news. I invented that. No big deal. Just saying. In my universe sphere of influence, if you will. Okay. I have no influence. My sphere. Aww. We'll just call it my yeah, sphere. Yeah, you do. You have listeners. Well, that's true. You have people that you care about. I have listeners, but that doesn't mean I influence them. Very true. No offense. No no offense intended. That's a stupid hat. So anyway, (laughs) I don't want to say what I've been playing because you don't really care. But I've been playing. Well, it's not that I don't care. You can tell me. I just will have no idea what you're talking about. I am currently playing a game called Ghostwire Tokyo. Okay. And the whole story premise is there is some entity or evil person who is trying to bring all the ghosts into the real world and trap all the souls of people 
in the ghost world. And then you learn, you've got some sort of, uh, it's called soul weaving, or I think it's called soul weaving. Okay. A thing where you can shoot like wind. It's like spells. It's not like, you know, guns. It's like a first person shooter without guns. It's with spells and stuff. Okay. So it's a little bit more magical fantasy. Yeah. A little bit more magic. Well, in the Japanese sense, because it's got like things like yokai, which are, which is just a general term for ghost, but it's got things like the tengu, which is the thing that flies, that's got the wings and you have... No idea. No idea. I'm sorry. I'm following though. I'm tracking. Yeah, yeah. Nora is going to Lithuania at the end of the month. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I'm um I'm third generation Lithuanian. Oh, okay. Yeah, I learned that from my mom. I went back to Big Bear to visit my friend, like I was telling you before, and I was talking to my mom and I learned that her father is a first generation Lithuanian immigrant. Huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my grandfather was. Really? He and his family came to the u.s around the time of the bolshevik revolution and they were driven out of lithuania interesting and they came here so no kidding yeah another I'm, similarity yeah that's cool and you wait was that your mom's dad that was my dad's dad gotcha mine yeah. was my mom's dad he got to know his grandparents and they taught him like his first language was lithuanian my father you know he didn't remember it sure little pieces come back of course and yeah stuff, so. yeah 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 I'm playing that and I'm thinking about doing, when she comes back, we're going to do the word folklore. I think that would be a really cool sort of like she can share what she found out in Lithuania. Yeah, definitely. Like that kind of Uh folklore. And then I can share what I've learned about the Japanese folklore and what I did in in Ghostwire Tokyo. Cool. That's why I'm playing. And that's about it. I mean... You know, Very cool. Just playing games and nice. editing shows and getting prepared to go to Seattle. Heck yeah. Yeah. In the same vein, I'm reading I'm reading a new book. Oh, what are you reading? I'm reading American Dirt. Okay. It's dark. It's a dark book. I like heavy dark books. It's a fictional book, but it feels very, very nonfiction. Okay. It's about a woman and her son fleeing Mexico because they're being targeted by a cartel. Oh, okay. And they're just trying to get to America, basically. It's it's pretty heavy. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty heavy. Um, That's my style of reading, though. Yeah. I like to read historical nonfiction, like autobiographies, memoirs, stuff like that. Or fiction that is very closely related to an experience that is realistic very right? much so like the last book that i just finished was the devil's arithmetic have you ever read that book no it's a good read it's real small you know definitely like high school thickness you know just real small book pretty easy read super super simple read and i was reading it and no problem like heavy emotions of of course but at the end of the book i'm just like <laughs> sitting in a las vegas airport just bawling my eyes out i'm like oh, wow. oh my yeah. <laughs> this book caught me hard i want historical fiction to be as closely related to truth as as possible. Yeah. So, and that's what American Dirt is. Likewise, with the Devil's Arithmetic as well. That was a his, that was a Holocaust. It was super heavy. End of the book. I was like, holy cow. Yeah. Was not expecting it. That's what I'm reading right now. I'm almost done with it. I'm about three quarters of the way done, and then I've got a couple other books in my queue. You have a queue. Oh yeah, I, I have a queue. Okay. Well, I mean, I can I can imagine that you have a queue of video games. I do have a queue. Games. I have a game queue, and you you know, book no, I've, queue. I have a book yeah. queue. Mm-hmm. When you said Devil's Arithmetic, the first thing that popped into my head was 
or as some people like to call it, arithmetic. That's the same word. Yeah, I know. <laughs> what? Devil's arithmetic is kind of redundant for some people because they don't like math. I like oh, math. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Right. Well, like the name of the book was discussed at the very end where like you don't know when you're going to be chosen. And that's what they called it. Like you, you get chosen to to die you right. you're chosen to go uh you know get gassed in a chamber it seems like it's statistics that's yeah yeah what it but is. Like yeah yeah, gotta, yeah like okay well eventually you're going to get chosen yeah yeah so it was just like the the devil's arithmetic it was it was, it was a really good book have you ever been to the holocaust museum i do not think so no I've heard many things about it, but I don't think I've been, which is a shame because that I really like museums. Like if I go somewhere. Oh, yeah. You mentioned it on the last Yeah, show, yeah, yeah. I, I'm definitely a museum person. Is that not in uh, LA? No? I guess they have Holocaust museums in various no, places. No, I feel like I have been to a Holocaust museum in LA. Washington, D.C. is the one that I went to. But, but it looks like they're Holocaust museums Oh, all it's over on the, the place, tip of my tongue. I'm pretty certain I've been to one in Southern California before. Yeah. I do not remember the name of it. Then that's going to it's going to piss me off. Well, <laughs> that I can't remember. Don't let it piss you off too much. No, no, no. I I'm not I'm not <laughs> super upset about it by any means. <laughs> but um I it's like you know when it's just on the tip of your tongue oh, yeah, yeah. and somebody no. you say it and you're like bam that's it. Trust me. That's how it feels. I am twice your age. <laughs> Yeah, happy birthday. Yeah. Well, let's go on to happier things. Sure. Because that that kind of reminded me of this. I took this girl, I was, well, I guess I was interested in her, but I wasn't <laughs> making the right choices by okay. what I said. We went to Fermilab, the particle accelerator. It was like a museum that... Nope. Well, anyway, it's a nerd, nerdy thing where, you know... The where is it? Fermilab is in Illinois. I forget the town, but basically it's a particle accelerator. So they discovered the quark and all those things. They do sort of experiments where they send her around a really large track. And I took this woman there and she asked me what I looked for in someone I dated. And do you know what I said? I said, right now I'm just focusing on my schoolwork. Oh, yeah. That really did it, huh? Yeah. She was like, like, this is a... She's like, a green flag. She's like, okay. This is exactly and, the person I want to be with, a focused man. And then, and then, and then a week later, she was dating someone who looked just like me. But anyway. Surprise, surprise. But well, maybe he anyway. wasn't so focused on his schoolwork. No, he probably wasn't. He probably was, he had a clue. That's probably. Oh, you poor thing. Well, you know, you live and you learn. You win some, you lose some. Yep. This is true. We're talking about. Gratitude. Gratitude, which contains attitude. Hey. Hey. It also <laughs> contains rat. And grad. Yeah. Gratitude. It also has tit in it. <laughs> Good things have tits. But it only has one, apparently. Uniboob. <laughs> <laughs> like a cyclops. I, was gonna... I always figured a cyclops should have one boob. A uniboob? Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, like Futurama? Gonna... She has three boobs. Just one eyeball and three boobs. I didn't know she had three boobs. I'm pretty didn't... certain Leela has three boobs. Okay. I just thought she had an eyeball. There was a three boob character in a movie, Total Recall. Did you ever see the original Total Recall with Arnold Schwarzenegger in it? Maybe. That actually does kind of sound familiar. Okay. But there is a character on the screen where you see and she flashes someone and it's from a perspective that's like, 
behind her. So you get a little bit of side boob and then it switches. And then you see that she has three boobs and everyone in the audience goes, oh, oh, wow. Yeah. But anyway, three boobies, try boobs just turned into a grade school. The word gratitude. Let's start with a definition. Are you cool with that? Well, yeah, go for it. All right. Gratitude. A noun. The quality of being thankful, readiness to show appreciation for and return kindness. And that's it. That is pretty straightforward. It is very straightforward. Yeah. Derived from late Middle English from the Old French or from Medieval Latin, gratitudo, from Latin gratis, meaning pleasing and thankful. Oddly enough, in print, over time, its usage has gone down significantly. That's interesting. Yeah, that's very interesting. Like less and less thankful? I, I, you know, we can discuss that when we get into it, but I don't, I don't know if that, well, I mean, it's just appearing in print. So it's just used. Maybe people found a synonym. Yeah, I think that's probably what has happened. Gratitude. I mean, there was an upward tick in the last like 20 years now. Up to 2019. Yeah, there's just a little, little upward tick. Upward tick. A doubling, if you will, from the early 1950s. Not nearly at the level it was in 1800. Hmm. Uh, But (laughs) what does this mean to you? Nothing. (laughs) So you wanted to talk about this word, and I didn't know what the particular reason was. So I ask you, Madison, why gratitude? Well... Remember when we did the childhood yeah. podcast? It was kind of just like the next best thing that I figured would be a good topic of discussion, honestly, because as I had discussed before, my childhood was awesome and I am very, very grateful for it. Right. I'm grateful for a lot of things that happened in my childhood and that didn't happen in my childhood and the way that my parents raised me and the way that I kind of turned out as an adult, you know, like, yeah. like. There have been so many different points in my life where I'm like, wow, I'm really thankful that that happened, even though at the time it sucked. Right. I'm thankful that it ended up the way that it did. Or I'm thankful that I had to go through that to see the light at the end of the tunnel. Right. In practicing gratitude, it kind of just like opens up so much more for yourself to say, wow, I like I have so much hand in hand with like an abundance mindset. I'm saying being, like being humble too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And having having a little bit of humility in your life. Like, hey, you know what? I had to learn that and I really had to work through it. I really, really had to work hard, but I ended up out on top. Right. You know what I mean? And I feel like people who don't practice gratitude or practice being thankful for different situations or circumstances or people or influences in their life, mm-hmm. they just kind of have that woe is me and everything happens to me and it sucks. There are a lot of people where it's like, give yourself some grace yeah. like you're you're figuring out how to do life so like why are you in such a bad mood about it when you see or hear people around you going through experiences that you have gone through mm-hmm. that really sucked I'm, I'm sorry i'm sorry that you're going through that like i i empathize with the situation that you're experiencing right now but like trust me it'll get better being supportive yeah 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 and but like that comes from a place of experience Mm -hmm. and it also comes from a place i think of wanting to help support someone Mm -hmm. right you're not looking for anything in return but you want to be there to support whoever this person is yeah yeah and to not like overstep your own bounds by any means but like like sometimes sometimes it's like 
I'm so thankful that I have experienced what I have in order to be supportive for another person who is going through something that I went through. Right. Being able to have tough conversations with people or to support other people or even to support yourself. Like, like, hey, I've played this game before and I'm thankful that I learned these lessons and I'm not willing to do that again. Or maybe this one is worth fighting for. Right. As far as my childhood and what kind of led me to this word for today mm-hmm. is I'm just really thankful for like where, like physically where I grew up. Which is Big Bear. Big Bear, California. Yeah. Yeah. And how that just like totally shaped the person that I am and like the experiences that I had, mm-hmm. you know, cause I grew up trusting a lot of people, you know, I, I grew up trusting strangers, not to say that all strangers are inherently good or inherently bad. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, right. Like, right. But y- y- there's a level of caution when you, yeah. when you're growing oh, yeah. up and everything. But, um, like, I'm just really thankful. I grew up in a really beautiful place. I grew up in a really safe, super, super safe place. Right. So to just like kind of reflect on that, it's just, it's awesome. And that's the thing too with gratitude. It is, it is a reflection of past events. Or even current, you know? Yeah. I mean, you can have gratitude for current things, but it's still, it's still something that you're thinking about your previous experiences or, you know, what you're going through. And it's like, thank goodness I didn't get lit on fire today or whatever. I mean, it, but, well, but, but not, not, yes, not the, that. depending on the city. I mean, unless you're dealing with active wildfires or something, you know, you're not right. likely. We're covered in cooking oil. Cooking oil in a kitchen. That would be bad. I am thankful I didn't catch fire today. Yeah. Very true. Or sitting outside in this heat. <laughs> right. Catching fire that way, too. Tucson is nuts this time of year. It's pretty but insane. Did you experience the storm that we had a couple weeks ago? There was like a big. Oh, like, yeah. It was nuts. Oh my goodness. Yes. I had so much fun. Yeah. Oh, my inner child was playing outside not those puddles. Me and my coworker Cora were next door neighbors. Oh, okay. And um it's so funny how frequently like she and I both leave our front doors at the exact same time and we just like make eye contact. We're like, hey, what's up? And I had <laughs> I had gone outside to take down my uh wind chimes. I have wind chimes in my on my front porch. Mm-hmm. Porch is very loose, but my front patio area. <laughs> entry. Yes, my entry walkway area. Um, but anyway, I was taking down my my wind chimes because they were just like that monsoon was super, super, super windy. And it, I realized that where we live, it's like a total wind tunnel. And I was like, dude, I'm going to break a window <laughs> and I'm not willing to pay for that because of a wind chime that I have. But anyway, I was taking them down and she had walked out and we were just standing there and we're like, we kind of, you know what I mean? Like when you look at each other and you're like, we're on the same page. Let's go do this. Like and we when, just, when you do the, the head nod thing? It, yeah, it was just like, mm-hmm, yeah, let's do it. And we just started jumping in the puddles and just wreaking havoc, running in the street. And just, it was just so much fun. We really, really enjoyed that that monsoon. It was. Did you bond over your rain activities? Oh, yeah. I mean, Cora and I are definitely good friends. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it was definitely fun. I was definitely, uh, you know, back to gratitude. I was very thankful to jumping puddles man when was the last time you jumped in a puddle like like not just like foot in the puddle like no like like bend down and like intentionally jump up as high as you can and just smack your feet onto the ground get water up up everywhere like oh god it was so much fun i've gone through puddles and that's not very cool on a on a scooter but yeah the last time i jumped in a puddle boy 
It's definitely been yeah. It's been many, a while, many, many, many years for me. I was trying to think of the last time that I had done that, and it was like, man, this is fun. This is so fun, and like, yeah, right up there with rocks. Yes, I do love throwing rocks in water. Yeah, I realize that a lot of my inner child play mm-hmm. is uh, associated with water. Swimming is really fun, like super playful. Uh, throwing rocks into water, jumping in puddles, like. Do you swim? Do I like to swim? Sure. But um, I grew up in a place with no public pool. Okay. How about a public puddle? <laughs> I mean, like I had a lake. There was a lake where I grew up. But um, okay. but I have, it's, it's kind of funny. I said, my inner child likes to play with water. I have had a fear my entire life of like swimming over things. Oh, okay. Like if I was to swim in a lake or like in a river, it kind of just, like I kind of get a little panicky. I like to be able to see the bottom okay. of water when I swim in it. So it's just just one of those, like, it just kind of freaks me out. Like, I don't like to jump into lakes or rivers or ponds or anything like that, but I'll jump into a pool. It's just right. not being able to see the bottom just kind of freaks me out. Gotcha. So anything cloudy is is a no-go. Yeah, kind of. Just deep, deep water. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just kind of me. Just kind of gives me the heebie-jeebies, but... What about the jeebie-heebies? Oh, the jeebie-heebies as well. Is that... Is that worse or better than the heebie-jeebies? I feel like it's like a next level. Yeah. Gratitude. So when I thought of that word, it's not something that I can really connect to video games very easily, but there are pieces of it that I think are related uh, where you have, you know, your friendships and, and things that you are thankful for, a support system, things that you are yeah. someone to, at the very least, just be a sounding board. And then also, if you're happy with yourself, it's kind of hard not to be grateful for everything that you have gone through already, good and bad, because that's what shaped you. That's what made you the person you are today. Right. I mean, I think people don't stop and think about those things often enough. I think a lot of people struggle to reflect back on the good things. Mm-hmm. You know, like a lot of people tend to be focused on negative circumstances that happen in their life or like, why did this happen to me? You know what I mean? Like stage of grief. Yeah. Also the now, I think it's like everything is worrying about what's happening now. I mean, in addition to what was me, you know, you worry about what's happening as opposed to what you learned previously and apply that. Well, I mean, you could be thankful or express gratitude towards video games and this has really like kept me sane my whole life like i have met so many people i've gone places i've learned things i've i've learned more about myself right through video games oh yeah i mean like i mentioned before that's where i learned how to be comfortable talking with other people yeah 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 it's like socializing it's like lessons learned yeah definitely and like to find a lesson through an experience that you weren't expecting that's what's great that's hitting the money right there yeah and then as we get older i think there's more to be thankful for i guess for as far as ourselves yeah Um, i can see that you can be thankful for things like oh i'm thankful i'm on this planet but it's like well everyone's on this planet if you're paying attention and you're learning the entire time, taking a step back and, and looking at the things that shaped you is also beneficial, whether it's positive or negative. Mm-hmm. But gratitude is probably more 
I don't know. People focus more on the positive things, I think, in general, when they're grateful for stuff. Yeah. And that, well, do, do you, you, you can do both. You can definitely do both. Like, oh, I'm, I'm not saying, hey, I'm thankful that I went through that really tough relationship because it taught me a lot about myself and it taught me a lot about my boundaries and what I am willing and not willing to deal with or to put up with anymore. Right. Or, you know, you said, I'm thankful to be on this planet, but a, a different, different direction, same vein. I'm thankful to be born in this country. Yeah. You can say something like that, you know, talking about the, that book I was reading, American Dirt. Oh, yeah. yeah. Also, time. Yeah. Time yeah. I'm, I'm thankful to be born in the time yeah. that I am, yeah. you know, or, or I'm thankful to have been born in the time that I was. Right. It's those types of things that where you have to like, it takes a lot of reflection. And I yeah. think that that like the, the concept of taking time to reflect on your life and your experiences i feel like that is a lot of self-growth oh yeah you you know what i mean like you can tell who around you have stopped and thought like wow like this is my life and i like it right or this is my life and i hate it and i don't like to say this because it is kind of negative but like there are people who are basically just drones in life who are like i'm just like existing and mm-hmm. doing my best and by all means i understand i've right. been i've been a drone in my life too but like being able to like wake up and say wow i'm so thankful i'm so thankful for the life that i have i'm thankful for the experiences that i have i personally will never admit to even if i am a drone being a drone i always have to have some sort of individuality yeah peace and that's not for attention getting it's for mental health and feeling good. Yeah, yeah. Part of gratitude is also respecting yourself, respecting others. I think, you know, if you yeah. share that sort of thing, you know, respect is a very important piece of that recognizing, I think. We can we can just have a like a word tree. A word tree where it works. That's if you're if you're a millennial or whatever. What's that supposed to mean? Oh, nothing, nothing, <laughs> nothing. We, back in my day, we had to do word trees manually. But I, I'm just saying, now you punch it into a com- anyway. <laughs> <laughs> back in my day, we had to type out everything on our typewriter, and if we had one spelling mistake, we had to rip out the paper and start all over. Well, we also had we had whiteout, so you could, you oh, could do it. Oh, you could do you're it over an it. updated it's, it's man. Yeah, we didn't have no. <laughs> We didn't have a word processor where we could go back and erase it. However, we okay. did have whiteout, and we would just next best thing. Yeah, just wait for wait for it to dry. But then also, if you give someone a piece of paper with the whiteout on it, then you're showing them that you make mistakes. <gasps> God forbid. People reading between the lines and stuff. Any other events specifically that you were grateful that you lived through? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. What about your job? I mean, sure. Thankful. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Well, that's not I the guess. vein that I was going down, but that's fine. Well, no, I'm, but I mean, I'm saying. You I mean, know. am I thankful to have a job? Yes. Am I yes. thankful to have a pretty decent variety of job experience? Yeah, definitely. But then also, I'm, you have a supporting network of people you work with too. You, yeah. You know. yeah, yeah. I actually have really good people. It's really yeah. nice. This, uh, so I work at Starbucks, and this is the first job where I have multiple coworkers who I would consider friends. Mm-hmm. Who have be- I've been to their houses. Right. I've gone and done things with them. Like, like it's not just hey coworker X Y or Z. 
good morning and then see you later. It's like I've never had I've had things like I've spent holidays with some of these coworkers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've spent, you know, birthdays or celebrations or you know, like I've cried with these people, I've laughed with these people, I've gotten intoxicated with these people. You, you know what I mean? Like actual connections and I'm interlacing my fingers, but you know what right. I mean. Right. No, no, no. I I definitely know what you mean. So I am very thankful for that because this is the first job that I've ever had where I have so many good connections with multiple people that I work with. Yeah. I mean, and I've had jobs where it's like, yeah, I mean, I guess I'll be your Facebook friend, but I don't really care about you. Like, and and I'm sure that that's happened to many and many people. Especially this day and age. Yeah, definitely. After a certain point, I just, I don't even add people on Facebook anymore. People are like, can I add you on Facebook? I'm like, no. If you want. (laughs) I'm like, I just don't care. Can, Can you find me? Yeah, I just yeah, I just don't really care if I'm being honest. Yeah, I know that sounds a little cold, but I just meh, it's just neither here nor there to me. A weird sort of Facebook story. Okay, and being thankful, somehow I got reconnected with one of my best friends from when I was much younger. Was like high school. Wow. Okay. And the only reason we communicated was because we had each other on Facebook, and he said, "I'm coming down to Tucson." I'm actually going to a conference in Las Vegas, but I'm going to ride a motorcycle out to Phoenix and back. So I've got one rented. I'm going to come up and we can just get together and see each other again. And That's awesome. Talk. Would that have happened without Facebook? No, no. <laughs> that would um, not. But I mean, you have to be selective, I think. It's not a popularity contest. It's more of a quality trying to get right, the quality right. folks. Well, the, there's a difference between having a handful of quarters and a handful of dimes. Right. Definitely. A handful of quarters. Do you just have more money? <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, like if you were to have a dollar, right. one in, a dollar in each hand, and you have quarters in one and dimes in the other, right. quarters are higher value. Dimes are less value. They still equal the same. Right. So you want quarters as friends. You don't want dimes as friends. Well, what if the dimes is a more diverse group of people and there are more of them? I'm sorry, I'm ruining your whole thing. Anyway. <laughs> no, I, I I see what you're saying, yeah. but like quality and value can also be in a smaller quantity. Correct. You Correct. know, yeah. so. But and I'm that, glad that you were able to reconnect with your friend. Yeah, I mean, that, that was is awesome. Cool. That is a cool thing to to be thankful for. The, yeah. the internet, I've been able to keep in touch with a lot of people or at least keep tabs on people that I haven't seen in many, many years. Stalker. Don't tempt me. <laughs> I mean, technology. You can just say technology. Yeah, yeah, right? definitely. Technology is absolutely something to be grateful for. Just being able to connect with people, that's important. But the thing that I wanted to say that I was grateful for, you asked me, like, what's an experience that I'm grateful for, is I went to New Zealand. My best friend Sarah lives there. She and I both. With an grew- H or? With an H, yeah. Um, my best friend Sarah moved there, met her husband. If someone clarifies the name, odds are they used to work at Starbucks. But anyway, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, she, she does spell hers with an H. H- but uh, but anyway, so she met her husband. She So she had moved out there. She was being, uh, she got a job as an au pair, which is kind of like a nanny. Right. You know, you, you go and you take care of the kids and everything. That's, that's an apple as an au pair, right? Just looks like an... Anyway, go. <laughs> Sorry, that was a stretch moment. <laughs> that was a stretch moment. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was a stretch the moment. The nickname. Yes. The nickname comes back. Yes. So she had moved out there, 
met her future husband and they just instantly started talking about immigration. You know what I mean? So she could like live there because in New Zealand, they're pretty strict about who is allowed to stay, which is understandable. It's an island. So there's like limited resources and everything. And when she said that she was getting married, she was like, do you want to come? And I was like, oh, yes, absolutely. So I went out there for... I was in New Zealand for 32 days mm-hmm. and I I went by myself. Right. My first like real international trip. I went by myself and it was absolutely amazing. Yeah. 10 out of 10 would recommend save a lot of money cuz it's it's, Cause it's pretty really expensive. it's expensive. Yeah. It's like California expensive, oh, but yeah. a little but a little higher. Add some island tax onto California cost, right. but um it was absolutely wonderful. Everything about that experience of being there and seeing the things and meeting hundreds and hundreds of people like like I actually gained a good friend from that trip that I wasn't you know what I mean like I'm actually still friends with her to this day. Her name is Estelle. She lives in France. She was doing like this world tour and she just showed me so many different things about life. Yeah. You know what I mean? In such Lessons, a, you mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like in such a brief period of time that she and I really got to hang out and connect with each other. It was funny, like the first day that I was traveling, I went on a train uh-huh. across the Southern Alps on the Southern Island. Oh, wow. Oh my gosh, it was so pretty. And we coincidentally just sat on the opposite side of the train of each other in the same, like in the same row. And we just kind of became friends on the train. We realized that we had similar stops for the next seven days. And it was like, you want to hang out? I want to hang out. Let's hang out. And um, after that trip, maybe just a couple months later, she actually came out to Tucson. Yeah. And I got to show her Tucson. Nice. Yeah. And like, I would have never, never expected that I go to New Zealand. I make a friend. I make friends with a, a woman who is originally from France in New Zealand. And then she comes out to Tucson a couple of months later. Like, yeah. heck yeah. It was so you, cool. You can't make this stuff up. Kind you of really can't. Yeah. yeah. So it's just like everything about that experience was amazing. Like, and the best part of New Zealand is the view. Wow. Beautiful. And again, like it's, it's expensive, but it's worth it. Like all the things that I got to do there, mm-hmm. all the things I got to see, like every time I go through the photos from that trip, it's just like, wow, this is just so beautiful. You go through digital photos. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay. I um. No, I'm just. I only ask because there's something about you know. Oh like, no, actual yeah. physical photographs. Absolutely. Yeah, like when, you, when you, I'm a sucker for those. When you uh, go on a vacation and you drop off your three rolls of film. Or yeah, whatever yeah. At the photo mat. No, I and, remember uh, that. My um, my mom made scrapbooks for. Uh, oh yeah, you mentioned all of us. Yeah, she was. Yeah, she made scrapbooks for all of us. Like a baby. Like since birth, we have scrapbooks of just all sorts of different experiences. So it's really cool to have all sorts of photos and memories. Just like I have three big binders for that my mom did. I have a big one from Girl Scouts because I was in Girl Scouts for a long time, and we made a scrapbook one year. And then like I've got dozens of photo albums with a bunch of pictures and it's just, it's just fun. I'm a really big picture taker. Yeah. So I've, I just have, I'm a, yeah. Saying, those are I'm, really cool. That's way. another thing I'm very thankful for. My, my mom saved a lot of my childhood oh, photos. Yeah. I have a lot of really cute baby pictures and like little kid pictures, which is awesome. My brother and I each had our baby books. Yeah. My mother did not send it to me. My brother has it. Okay. So he has a wealth of blackmail material. <laughs> uh, there is a picture of me 
with a goofy grin on my face, grabbing my crotch. No. Just like in a sailor suit outfit kind of thing. <laughs> okay, but uh, how old are you in the picture? Give uh, yourself like some two, grace. Two th- yeah, yeah, give yourself some grace. Yeah. But everyone, you were just learning what your elbows were. You just happened to touch your... Every, every Christmas, <laughs> that photo comes out and it's like, oh, okay, You're great. like, oh, this is great. It's like embarrassing. grabbing myself photo again, fine. Yeah, this is like... Ha, 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 getting funnier every year. That's funny. I think we need to find a new photo. Yes. But anyway, remembering things, how we remember things. Just be thankful for the people we are and the people we know. Yeah. You You mentioned going on the trip. It's completely obvious now that you know me a little bit. Mm -hmm. Japan. Yeah. Tokyo, Japan. Yeah. Is what I want to do. Yeah. I want to save up. But it's really expensive. It's, yeah. It is more than Australia, New Zealand yeah. expensive. I can imagine. But it would be something that I would want to plan out and do. Um, there are a couple things that, I mean, just now being thankful to have a job so I could save. Yeah, know, yeah, yeah. That's, um, that's a valid point. But Japan, it's just so interesting to me, the culture and the, the way it developed after the war and how it's become what it uh-huh. is, for better, for worse, right? I'm thankful to be able-bodied. I'm, I'm thankful to have all my body parts. Phalanges. All my phalanges. <laughs> but like, I'm, I'm thankful to not have chronic illnesses. Yeah. But thankful and gratitude, right? Thankful is part of having gratitude. Of experiencing gratitude. Because it does show it as a synonym, but I think when it's gratitude, it has more of a... Umph? Yeah, more gravitas. Okay. (laughs) Okay. More more of an impact. I mean, when you say your prayers, you know, I'm thankful for this, or Thanksgiving. That's another, another example. Okay. People just, you know, whip out the, I'm thankful for my health, I'm thankful for this, I'm thankful for that. But having gratitude, it seems to mean something more than thankful. Okay. But, but I mean, I don't know. It. How do you feel? I see where you're going. Yeah. And I don't disagree. You're just spitballing going, oh, what else am I thankful for? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, that's not wrong. You know, <laughs> that's not wrong. You know, I am, I'm thankful I'm, for many things, but... I, Rather, for- rather, how about this? How about this? Gratitude is expressing thankfulness from an experience. You yeah. can be thankful for something that you have, right. but gratitude is, I've, I've learned from this experience. Yeah. Would you say? Yeah, that, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I've learned it's for something bigger than just pieces. I right. Mean, you can have gratitude for things that we take for granted. There are some universal thankfulnesses, like you mentioned, like health, yeah. able-bodied. But gratitude, I think, is just a little bit different. Just a little it's, bit. It's like experience-based. Yeah. All right. Not disagreeing. You can still be thankful for stuff. I was just I was just trying to think. <laughs> You're just think, nitpicking think, me. Think, me. No, no, no. no, no. no I'm just teasing. To think bigger, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, of know. course. Oh, I got a question for you. Yeah. Who in your family are okay. you the most grateful for oh, jesus you not gotta, to single anybody out or to call anybody out or to exclude anybody but yeah I who mean, is the first person you think of i don't want to say okay well then pick listen, a friend because she listens to the show but i mean i'm thankful for the relationship that my aunt and i have built since my father's death mm-hmm. i mean it was always before 
we would kind of, we'd get together, we'd have a great time, we'd talk about a whole bunch of stuff, it'd be really, and it's like, oh yeah, we should do this more often. And then it's just like, nothing. And she was my primary listener for the longest time. Mm -hmm. And then she started being on the show. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, I think that is, that is something I'm thankful for is it's not being thankful for my father dying. Oh, but no. it's being thankful for the relationship that, that relationship. flowered. And like you said, you know, a bad thing that kind of turned into something that wouldn't have happened otherwise. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you show gratitude? I write in a gratitude journal. <laughs> Every day, actually. Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's such thing as a gratitude journal. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. Is that something of your invention or is that just something everyone no, knows? No, no, no. It's a thing. It's a real thing. And they're very straightforward. Three things that I'm grateful for today. Yeah. And then there's like little little quotes and then you kind of like reflect on the week and say what, like what were the most important like takeaways from this week. And even if I have a really bad day, there's always something I can find like, okay, you know what? I made myself food. Right. I'm thankful right. that I have food in my fridge that I can make food for. Yeah. And and um You can make one, food for your food even. <laughs> is that what Actually, I said? Yeah, yeah. Is that what I you said? You have food ah! that you can make food for. I have food that I can make food. My chair's getting hot. Your chair's getting what? I'm hot. Do you want to take off the cover? Is it going to No, I'll raise it. No, I want to sit forward. Is this better? Okay. Is yeah, this that's better? Fine. That's fine. Okay. So you're making food for your food. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not what I meant to say. Like I have food in my house that I can prepare for myself. Like another thing is like if I'm like really dragging ass on doing chores. Right. Most people really hate doing their dishes. Like another way f- for me to think about it is I'm grateful that I have dirty dishes to clean. Because okay. that means that I am well fed. Right. Means that I have that I can feed there myself. There yeah, yeah, yeah. So and... so it's trying to change the narrative in your mind of man, this kind of sucks or why is this happening to me? It's like, no, this right. this is happening to me for a good thing. Oh my gosh, I have so many cups from my friends being over. Oh, my house is such a mess. It's like I have good friends. Yeah. I have good friends and they feel comfortable in my home. Yep. Cups, hanging out, thankful for friends. Yeah. It's just like Kind of like the show where you're just making connections right? yeah. with thoughts and stuff. Mm-hmm. The reason I asked about how someone shows gratitude, yeah, I think it should go without saying, treating others with respect should be the norm. Yeah. And it's sad that that is a way that you show someone gratitude is by treating them with respect. Like a lot of people just, they treat someone differently in a good way, but why not show that or share that with everyone as opposed to like, how do you show gratitude? Like some people give gifts. Oh, okay. Well then, then I, I kind of am tracking what you're saying. Like I'm taking it a little different way, but, different direction. Yeah. Um, how do you show gratitude towards someone? Right. Um, I think that that can be kind of morphed into how do you show affection? Yeah. To oh, someone. Definitely. There's, Overlap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. So uh, are you familiar with love languages? <laughs> You're laughing. Sing- single for how many years? Okay, okay. But love languages is not necessarily just intimacy. So like video games is my love language. No. Like, <laughs> I'm sure that's a meme somewhere. Yes. No, no, no. So there are five love languages and okay. the love languages, there's physical touch, quality time, words of affirmation, gifts, and acts of service. 
So each one of those is a way that you can show love and affection to someone. A physical touch, you can give them a hug, give them a high five. You Mm. can like hold their hand. You can give them a kiss on the forehead. You know, like I'm so thankful for you. Right. I love that you do this. So I'm going to give you a big old, big old smooch. Right. Gifts. I'll just, I'm just going to jump. I saw this and I thought of you. Oh, yeah. There you go. Have a gift. Yeah. The way I was thinking gifts is kind of like in video games, not to get into video games. No, please, please. It's your podcast about video games. (laughs) (laughs) But in video games, one of the things that you establish when you're making friendships is you give people gifts and then they like you more. Okay. Which I think is sending exactly the wrong message. Well, yeah, because you don't want to like buy people's friendship. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing, too. It's like someone says, I, I saw this and thought of you. It's mm-hmm. different than yeah me being purchased a sports car or whatever. Like, you know, hi, I'm trying car. to get your attention. Yeah. Have this. I want you to have. Yeah, yeah, that's different. But that's learning how to speak through somebody else's love language. For example, my number one love language is acts of service. Okay. Yeah. I love you, so I did the dishes. I knew they were stressing you out, so I took care of them for you. Right. Or... I cleaned out your car and I filled up your gas tank because you let me borrow it and it was a mess and I love you. You know what I mean? Like, like that's the type of uh, love that I receive best. If, for example, you are words of affirmation, which is, I want you to tell me how wonderful I am. I want you to tell me how much you appreciate me or how much you're grateful for me. Mm -hmm. But all you do is clean my car. You know what I mean? Like, like you have to be able to like learn and understand who you're speaking to because if you, what there is, what they're like, what they can receive or, or what makes sense for them to, yeah. Or what they recognize as gratitude, of course, is what we were talking about, but like what they recognize as love. Yeah. And then quality time is pretty straightforward. Um, is it? (laughs) (laughs) No, as far as like love languages go, quality time is, uninterrupted time with another okay so you and i could be sitting down watching a movie but you're not folding laundry you're Mm -hmm. not texting your friends you and i are sitting down and we're watching a movie that's an example of quality time gotcha the five love languages how to express heartfelt commitment to your mate (laughs) haha you're gonna google me is a 1992 book by gary chapman so thank yeah, you, that's Gary. that's interesting. Yeah, thank you, thank you, Gary. Thank you, Gary. I know one person, Madison, who is thankful for the Love Languages book. <laughs> no, I mean it's stuff. definitely it's definitely taught me a whole lot about like who I am as a person, how I show affection. It's helped me with friendships. It's helped me with relationships to to see and practice because it's just a, a matter of like pivoting. Because if you care about somebody, you're willing to, okay, well, then if this is what you need, then this is what you need. And I'm happy to change that or adjust that. Interesting. It can change over time. Yes. Too. Yes. How you uh, show and receive. Receive. Yeah. Yeah. That's something that I struggle with because I show love through acts of service and I want to receive love through, through acts, acts of, of service. service. Hmm. Honestly, I've never given much thought to it. But I mean, then, there's like a little quiz you can take, of course, but it's just a matter of like kind of distinguishing what it is that you are, you know, because there's five. So you have like a top two. 
Right. You know. Isn't that part of the whole package? I mean, I thought like all of these things. Everybody receives and gives love those ways, but you have like this you is You have a preference at some point? Kind of. I, I don't know if preference is the right word, but it's more of like a this is oh no, like that's that's how I act. Okay. That's how I want. I don't think it's that simple, personally. You don't think it's simple? No, no, but I mean like combinations. There there are times when you need gifts and there yeah. are times when you need words and there are times when you need physical touch. I mean, part of love, I would say, is learning that about a person on your own and reading the signs of that person that, okay, so now they need this and now they need yeah. that, right? And, and reading your partner is different for sure, but yeah. it's also like that goes hand in hand with communication because you should yeah, yeah. be able to say like, if you're really upset about something or you're worked up about something, how can I best support you? Do you want me to take care of things? Do you want me to sit with you? Do you want me to tell you it's going to be okay? Do you want me to just give you a big old hug? Like different directions. You need to sit here and play video games with me sometime. That's what I'm saying. That's quality time. Bam, yeah, right exactly. there. That's that's absolutely quality time. Like if if you care about me and you care about my interests, then this is what you're going to do with me. But for you it's like walking, right? You walk with hike. someone. Yeah, hiking, yeah, yeah, hiking. You know. For sure. If you if you care about me and my interests, I want you to go on a hike with me. Right. Cuz this is what I love to do. Correct. And then that's when you can express gratitude. Like thank you for doing something that you wouldn't typically or normally do because oh, yeah. because it matters to me. You and know, that's what I love. Thanking someone, that's part of it, too, that you can show that by articulating it in a way that is authentic and real. Yeah. Like, hey, I wouldn't have done this had it not been for you. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks exactly. For, thanks for kind of like pushing me over or yeah. like influencing me to, wow, man, that was actually really fun. I kind of enjoyed that. Heck yeah, I'll do that again sometime. I think gratitude is something that should be also a thinking exercise. Yeah. <laughs> like you said, with, I think your, so. with your book, is yeah. you're with your gratitude. With my journal. Journal. Because that is very cool. It's good. I, I do journal a lot. Yeah. And um, one thing that I was thinking about is another important aspect of practicing gratitude is kind of having your own higher power. Okay. Or like having some sort of spirituality or, or religious like twang in your soul. <laughs> I don't know. Religious twang. <laughs> I don't know how else to say that. Like but, faith um, maybe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean like some sort of faith, some sort of spirituality mm-hmm. that you can like thank someone or something right. for the things like if, if you have nobody else to thank or and you don't want to thank yourself, you can thank the universe. Right. Absolutely. Thank you, plant. Thank you, cat. Well, no, no, no. Like, oh, thank you, mango. You're so fun. I love cuddling with you. You know, I, I love it when you let me pet you all the time. Yeah. Like I, you can be you can be thankful towards something like that. But if you if you have a lot of gratitude or if you have just a lot of emotion and stuff and you need to direct it somewhere you direct it to your higher power right right yeah interesting yeah i mean or your cats or my cats well what if my cats are my higher power you could worship them yeah they're worshipable that's what the the egyptians did they were really onto something yeah i think so they were onto a couple of things cats are definitely aliens that's what they are. They're, what? they're aliens. Is, oh, oh! so cats helped them build the pyramids? I, I think cats told them to build the pyramids. Oh, they're like. <laughs> We're going to sleep over here. And then when we want some like lines that we can 
climb up and jump up here and then yeah, we're jump yeah, up yeah. there. Yeah, I think <laughs> it's, like it's definitely... Good old-fashioned scratching post. Exactly. Yes. Cats, that's what they did. He's just like... He's like, I'm going to leave. I need to notify the higher cat power so uh, they can come down here and take care of this, like, do the little blinky thing. Like yeah, 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 like or, Men in Black. I was going to say something like Illuminati, but cat version. Yeah. <laughs> Talking about gratitude, being thankful for stuff. Stuff. Stuff and things. I'm, I'm thankful for stuff and things, but the things that you have a connection with, the emotional yeah. connection that you have. Yeah. Being able to remember. Have you ever seen Westworld? Uh, it's a TV show. It was a movie before it was a TV show. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Oh. And it was also, Yul Brenner was in it. Do you know who Yul Brenner is? No. Probably not. Sorry. <laughs> it was a movie before, we're talking like 60s, 70s movie. Okay. But anyway, yeah, I'm I'm familiar with the, the Westworld show. Yeah. That's kind I mean, of interesting. I really liked that show when I when I was watching TV. I liked that one a lot. How many seasons did you get into it? I think I got to the at least a third season. Yeah, I think there was a I'm not sure if there was a last season. Just that whole series about the concept, right? Of what is fantasy, what is reality. Yeah. As far as acting things out and can technology develop human qualities and the movie itself i don't know if i would say it's worth watching but it's all focused on the old west yeah when it and then when it got more and more popular did they they didn't just focus on the old west scenario they focused on all the different quote-unquote worlds right yeah in the tv show yeah yeah so they had the like the the feudal japan world or the whatever and yeah, there was that, and then there was kind of like a indigenous. Oh, there was an indigenous area, mm-hmm. and then like the western area. Right, the sequel to Westworld called Future World. <laughs> oh, it was called Future World. Yeah, which was not which was not good. Uh, Henry Fonda was in it. Crickets. So anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. No, no, you don't. Don't apologize. Um, that was part of the future world storyline. Gotcha. They were trying to replace real people who the corporation was trying to replace real people with robots. Yeah. And then send them back. And that's what they kind of discovered as a part of this whole future world. And I think that's kind of where they were taking Westworld, right? It's like replacing people yeah they were starting to replace people they were like putting that thing in their brain and yeah blah blah blah, wiping them very strange it was it was a definitely interesting but it was good i listened to this show called the what's good games podcast and it is a gaming podcast started by four women in various parts of the gaming industry okay all fans of video games they'll do a news segment up front and then they talk about what they're playing and then they get goofy <laughs> in the third segment as you do but there was one time when andrea renee who is one of the main people of the show she's the person that started it she was in various videos for like a game spot i think she went to school for newscasting cool she was invited to a, one of the westworld premieres I'm not sure if it was season two or season three, but what they ended up doing was they had research done on every person they invited. What they would deliver you was your favorite foods, your favorite, like everything. And then there was one. Well, there's that. And then also there was one person in your table that was not real. 
that was a fake person. They weren't real. They were robots. So they were just made up. And so it was kind of creepy and kind of strange because the robot person who's the actor who's playing the robot was trying to make it seem like he was real. And he, you know, yeah, I do this and in my spare time I go to so-and-so and do this. And Whoa, wait, so it was a human playing a robot pretending to be a human. Correct. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And this happened in real life. And this happened in real life. And it was Recently. A, it was a dinner. I think it was pre-pandemic and they were doing it for the show and it was like a big this is they were pretending that it was the company right gotcha and they were holding yeah. this dinner yeah and, yeah 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 Yeah. so it was more of a, it like was kind a of a role play thing yeah, yeah. that's kind of cool and she had a good experience interesting and creepy at the same time like you said like doing research on people and how much is available out there on each of us definitely um, i would hate to be working in the kitchen for that event because you have like <laughs> you have like 90 guests right? right and you got 90 different things to and prepare what, and that's what they did they yeah did that's that wild yeah. i would be pissed yeah but i mean that was part of maintaining kind of it that. being weird yeah, yeah 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 they're like oh how did you know that i love my mother's green bean casserole yeah yeah it's <laughs> so great uh, borscht yeah hooray <laughs> i love borscht you're like Oh, I actually do though. How did you know I was craving this? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> cravings cravings is a different thing, right? I mean, that's the thing too. It's like your favorite food doesn't mean that's what you're craving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or like pregnancy cravings. I've always wondered that. You know, I've never been pregnant, so I've never had pregnancy cravings. Neither have I. I haven't gotten pregnant well, and I have no pregnancy cravings. Yet another commonality. Uh, look at this. <laughs> One of these days that might change, though. I've never kissed a guy. Well, neither have I. It's from uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the world. But anyway. Okay. I know what movie you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I do, actually. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen it. No, of course you haven't. <laughs> One of these days I'll catch One up. One of these days. I'll loan you my... Do you have a DVD player? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, just jinx eye contact. Yeah, just, just, no, just answer. Yeah, answer the question myself. <laughs> no, I have a I have a MacBook like you do. Okay. I have a Mac Air, okay. and it doesn't have a CD. No, it thingy. doesn't have a CD ROM. No. Yeah, which is such a bummer, honestly. So I say, let's wrap it up. Let's okay, wrap it up. Wrap it up. So this was a very philosophical and reflecting on what we have, right? Yeah. Reflecting on what we learned. Mm-hmm. Reflection, I think, is. Yeah, I mean. Reflection is like a layer of gratitude. It's a part of identifying those things that we're grateful for, Yeah, I think, is reflection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we don't always think about them in a way that is, you know, that that we give it credit or give a certain event. Or positively. Yeah. You know. Like we talked about on the childhood episode. Uh Uh-huh. I'm thankful for, I guess, my parents divorcing because my father, he taught us some independence and uh-huh. so you know you have to sometimes investigate what you're grateful for uh-huh. I think. no i i definitely agree and like oh. being able to take a step back yeah. and say i actually things are pretty good yeah things are pretty good things you know? are great things are i mean they don't have to be great but they no. can be pretty good yeah things could be worse <laughs> yeah oh yeah 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 definitely i mean like 
I mean, if you have to, sometimes that's that's the best thing that you can do is say, man, this this could be a lot worse. Yeah, this exactly. could be a lot worse. I think I use that as a last resort, but there are times. Yeah. So do you have any final thoughts on the word gratitude? Because I already given my th- final thoughts. I'm sorry I stepped on you. No, you didn't step. You didn't overstep. You're okay. good. Final thoughts on gratitude. Get a journal. Figure out your love languages. <laughs> That would help. A gratitude journal and I journal on the side as well. Do you journal about your journaling? Journalception. Yeah, no. Just, um, I mean, have I journal. have I talked about it? Have I talked about it in my other journal? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah so yeah. so what I do is um I do I have a physical journal where I write in? Yes. I don't use that very frequently, mm-hmm. but what I do primarily is I have a Word document in my Google Drive that's called Brain Dump. And all I do is just not. That's, it's, that's funny. Yeah. All I do is just type and type and type, yeah. and I and I can type fairly fast. Right. So I it's at some point it can just be a stream of consciousness where I'm just typing, 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 and I just get it all out of my brain. Yeah. Because uh, it was actually probably one of the best things my therapist has ever recommended to me is to to do just that because I've always journaled like throughout my life. I haven't been like a super consistent journaler, but with this, like I'm well over 200 pages in a year and a half. So someone's going to find that on your Google Oh my God, I'd be dead. I'd be dead. So many secrets, so many details. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's the thing about journaling that I'm a little weary of, but I mean, I think if it's, if it's to process things. No, I, it I really prefer, does help me process. Yeah. I'm very grateful for that small piece of advice that my therapist was like, girl, you need to get it off your head and onto paper. And I was like, well, I can type really fast. She said, do that. Yeah. You know, just type it all out. And it's great. Like, And, you know, some entries are smaller than others, but I have definitely made like four page entries before because I've just had it all stuck. Yeah just completely stuck in my brain. So being able to like do that and to let it all out and, and to just journal in that way for me just works best. Yeah. Yeah. For me, it's more artwork stuff. It's like doing, yeah. doing my artwork yeah, yeah, is, yeah. A, is, is my outlet. When I try and work through situations, um, I talk to people. Yeah. I prefer talking. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. not to say that I don't, but no, no, sometimes, I but it, I mean, yeah, sometimes for me, what works best is I need to sit down with myself and I got to yeah. talk to myself. Exactly. I also, if I'm really feeling it, I'll talk out loud to right. myself. I, I live alone. You know what I mean? So it's not like I'm expecting answers, <laughs> answers back from the void. Mm. But, um, you know, just being able to just like get it off my chest and off my mind, yeah. like verbally or physically in a, in a Word document, it just works best for me. So definitely thankful for that. So that's a good gratitude tool. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, Madison. Well, well Ben, thank you. Thank you <laughs> for joining. Absolutely. It's my pleasure. Thank you for joining us on this week's episode of the Too Vague Podcast. My name is Ben. My name is Madison. And we've been your hosts. Have a wonderful night. Thank you. Bye. Bye.